one of the most unique podcasts on the planet. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. The show about everything related to student transportation. If you're a student transportation professional, you found your show. Hey, bus driver. Exploring the entire school transportation universe. Talking to interesting and inspiring people, exchanging ideas, promoting student transportation industry growth, and sharing a few funny stories along the way. Now, live from Phoenix, Arizona, this is Hey Bus Driver, and this is Jason Nelson. All right, everybody. Uh, Hey again, and welcome back to the Hey Bus Driver podcast. Uh, We are talking to... Uh, guys from Easy Routing today, uh, so this one's going to be for all of the, I guess, people interested in routing software, new routing software, um, all the routers that want to kind of geek out and nerd out. I've got Cruz here with us, uh, Chad's joining back, uh, and then to intro, Woo! Sam Stone and Jason Wang with Easy Routing, so thanks guys for being here on uh, a Saturday in June. We're, we're in June already, and school pretty much is closed out in Arizona, I'm pretty sure, for everybody. But uh, wherever you guys are at, maybe they're wrapping up this final week. Uh, how, how's everybody doing? You know, well, you know what I always say. My Saturdays aren't complete unless we can throw a podcast in there. Well, I, I don't see you ever offering up your backyard for us to come out and, you know, do a few of these. Come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted me to offer that. Happy to, yeah. We know we know. Sit in the pool. We'll send the pool into it and put the equipment on a little floaty and let it float around the pool. I think that sounds amazing. So, right on. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's let's do it. Cruz, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me Good. on. Again. Appreciate yep. it. Yep. And Sam and Jason, welcome in. Uh, how's your Saturday going? It's going great. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate yeah. it. No, I'm, ex- I'm excited to, to learn about this. Um, like we were just talking in the pre-show that uh, one of our colleagues here in Arizona has brought in Easy Routing into um, their shop and have talked um, pretty highly about it. So I'm interested to, I think I get the, the newsletters that get kind of sent, you know, out week maybe weekly or every maybe once a month or whatnot but uh definitely interested to hear more about the product so maybe just introductions um you know sam if you want to kind of get into just you know who easy routing is how you guys got involved with it and um you know we just kind of start from there so tell me a little bit just a little bit about yourself and how you got into student transportation yeah, my, my, my background, I, I spent um, went straight from high school to the military and uh, got out and um, wound up working at a small telemat- at a telematics company, uh, did field service, did, uh, uh, you know, uh, channel sales, did about everything. I was there for about 11 years and then uh, left there and my friend Bob Stone, no relation, he likes to tell people no relation, it's not just me. Uh, he he dis he disowned me before I disowned him. So I, I was calling him Uncle Bob back in the day. But uh, yeah, Bob. Whenever I was, uh, um, I found myself um, looking to change careers, and Bob said, "Hey, why don't you come on and join us over here at, uh, at Easy Routing?" And after having never routed a single bus, never done anything at all, within a matter of weeks, I was able to run a school bus route to 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 start to finish do do routing. And a lot of that is due to, to Jason. Jason, his background is in mapping. Jason knows more about mapping than I know about literally anything. 
And so, Jason, do you want to um, kind of give a little bit of background on your um, expertise when it comes to maps and, and easy routing and that sort of thing? Sam, give me too much credit for what I know. I literally don't know enough about maps. I think it's the people who made this product behind behind the scenes. Um, you know, I was um, in K-12 software development. My role mostly is was in management, software process management. I do have expertise in software development process. And for about 20 years, first initially in K-12 software development, then the last 10 years in school transportation software development, I always thought about the software development process and it felt like it was so expensive, time-consuming, and by the, pro by the time the product released, it's a little bit out of date. So I spent tremendous amount of time thinking through researching, and I think I came up with a concept. It's called universal data service process. Right? Uh, give you an example, like basically building a software is building a house. You start with a basement, right? a foundation, and build build the second floor, you know, first floor, second floor. And the way I see the software is if you have a way, because software, people don't realize version one, when you release it, that should be the foundation for new features. So no one actually is happy with the version one. And everybody loves iPhones today. But if you still go back to version one iPhones, you may not like it at all. That's the so, last iPhone I had. As I had that <laughs> one, I never bought another one. <laughs> okay. Okay, I see. That's a that's rare, rare situation. But basically, um, so you, how do you actually incorporate a change into a software process by natively? So that really, you start with a foundation, being your house foundation. What if I build a house, and, and you know, I give you an exaggeration of an example. You, you stay on top Empire State Building, and you find that you need a little bit wider on the top, what if you have a way you can actually expand that and that everything else goes with it because the foundation, everything else goes with it. That's one of the things that I thought I, you know, I contributed a lot on that. And so we created this process called uh, Universal Data Service. And basically, it's a better, faster, cheaper way to create a software. So easy writing, how do we actually come up with easy writing? I was uh, executive manager for uh, one of the main uh, software, uh, school bus writing software company. And we, I struggled uh, about you know, th this same process. How do we actually create a software that's adaptive, right? Because, um, and the other thing is, how do we actually create a technology that's native to a school trans school bus tr uh, school transportation, and you're not just purely using somebody else engine. You're creating a brand new engine that incorporating student transportation, student routing, not just the vehicle routing. So academically, this is called a vehicle routing problem. So basically, we can talk about the differences of our product. So I thought about all these, but through you know. Uh, by a, a chance, I attended a conference where I met uh, 
Nan, Nandine, Dr. D. And she was talking about using some kind of a new generation. And, and I was fascinated by this. That's the beginning. I said, wow, this group has great idea. All the solutions that I struggled to find. And they were actually trying to set this up as, as a new venture. And, you know, initially they got a grant from National Science Foundation, it's called I-Corp grant. And the idea was eventually to apply for SBIR loan uh, grant so that they can develop uh, jumpstart this product. Um, so the more I learned about this and the more I fell in love with this technology, so I actually became the angel investor. Um, my primary role easy writing actually is basically I I wrote check I wrote the check and uh, that was the whole idea so um, so we can talk about the uh, technology but I just wanted to give you a quick you know that's kind of long introduction but no, it, anyway yeah. we I mean we appreciate it and I think that you know <clears throat> so I've been I, I've been a router that's kind of my I guess bread and butter in transportation beyond just driving a bus um, learning, you know, learning the process and creating new process and trying to push the limits of the routing software that we were using um, and bringing in Cruise, right? Then it was like we, being an outside person, and Cruise can talk about this, right? Just trying to figure out how to um, work with the product that you have, right? It sounds like this, I'm excited to learn more about where the software like as you're developing, right? It's so so still fairly infant. Uh, you're in its infancy that we haven't, you know, really seen easy routing on the market for, you know, uh, more than a few years. So watching and see, and hearing about your guys' growth and uh, development process of, you know, talking to people like us about what do we need and, um, you know, how that grows and and I guess evolves into a more robust program will be um, pretty interesting. But Cruz, do you have any thoughts on that? Hold on. First of all, Chris, uh, Jason, I hear that your riding is substantially better than your bus driving. That's what I've heard. Uh, interesting. I, so. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I would put my routing up just about uh, against just about anybody, but I am interested. I still have yet to compete in the bus rodeo, so I would like to do that one year just to see how I stack up against the true professionals. Uh, from what I hear, you probably shouldn't. Anyway, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. <laughs> on the uh on the routing side i think you know like jason said coming in coming into the bus side with zero experience routing whether that be you know on the commercial side the industrial side or the student transportation side routing was a new concept to meet all together and i think um you know what's cool is that the, you know what easy route is doing where we're headed is this software that's user friendly that can be used to maximize the features within the routing and i think coming on as someone I pick up stuff pretty quick, I think, but one of the biggest challenges is to leave some of the existing softwares out there to learn to use them to their full potential. There's so many intricacies of this setting needs to be set this way. This one needs to be this way. Oh, you couldn't get them on that route because of this setting or this. And while they were designed, I think, to make a very you know robust, complex routing system, maybe more so integrated, in my opinion, to more like the parcel routing and things like our trucking. Um, I think these, as the softwares and easy routing develop in a systematic way that allows you, I guess the easiest way to say is a common sense functionality of routing. Hey, I know I want to get kids in this area or this 
neighborhood onto this bus or these buses and arrive at this time, help me do that. Make it so I don't have to write, you know, or, or work around a software with 45 different rules in order to make that happen the way it should every time. So I think that's pretty cool where they're headed. Uh, thank you very much, Cruz. That you're giving a great insight. So easy riding start with easy. That's part of the name. Um, so what we are trying to design the system is to really, for the first time, I think that we are we're the probably the new standard where we say eighty to ninety percent of students should be routed by computers, not by humans, like by manually, right? So you basically have to say, what kind of intelligence can you build into the system? And so, so the biggest difference is our system is we build the engine that runs the whole router. And everybody else literally use somebody else's engine, mostly for the Esri technology, you probably hear a lot. But the Esri is a, is a company that created a you know, product. When I was in graduate school, we were actually our, our, our department was like majority of my classmates went to Esri to become their, you know, software developers. And they, they you know, they created this uh, product. It's an awesome product, but it was not designed for school transportation. Uh, first of all, if you go travel over the world, U.S. is probably the, the un only country that has such an extensive school transportation industry. Uh, very few. I don't know whether there are other countries similar, maybe Canada. So, and school transportation has its very unique features. For example, it, it matters a lot where you park, which side the door opens. It matters life and death, whether you open the door to the right side. It does not matter at all for a FedEx and UPS drivers. They find wherever they can park because it's a, a doubt that has an independent decision-making or capability. It's the kid. So it has a very much like a unique capability. Uh, how do we actually create a software that's safe, effective, and do 80 to 90% of the writing automatically? Right? Only leave like 10 to 20% for routers to view because there are maybe odds here and there. So that's the goal of, you know, the reason we gained the name Easy, it has a lot of aspects and part of the user interface is very intuitive. Our goal is to make sure that if you know how to shop in Amazon, you should be able to create a rep. And the other thing is fundamentally, it's the algorithms, all the things, the intelligence that built into it, that actually being able to say, oh, you go to a, a route and says, Computer say, hey, hold on a second. I can write all these 500 students based on the rule you set up, based on the school policy. And they create and then it's done. And then you be able to say, oh, are they really doing the job that I would have to do myself? And you find out pretty much close to what you would have to run. So that part of, that's another fund, you know, fundamental reason why it becomes easier, right? So we can talk. Sure. Uh, I really uh, appreciate you you provide that perspective, and I'm I, you know I'm fortunate to travel across the country to see the routers, dispatches, and you know many places I said, well, you are using the software to route, but you're really not routing using the software you route in your head. 
you already created all the rubs. Who is that? Is that, you know, and, uh, you know, it requires a lot of, you know, spatial intelligence. Spatial intelligence means your intelligence about uh, space. You got to know where is the north, south, east, west, and how relationships each road connect to it. Come on, that's not easy, right? No. And you have to create that route in the head, and you record it on those routing software. Literally, that's what it is. Yeah. And yeah. so we changed that drastically. You can play around, you know, the computer is going to give you feedback. If you open up our system, and the left side is a list of students, right side it gives you exactly where located. Those spatial relationships that show you on the map is right side by side. You did something wrong, the computer said, that's not working. I'm sorry, that's not going to work. So the computer is almost having the dialogue when you doing when you create those uh, created routes. So that's what uh, my observation is throughout working with the uh, uh, many many districts that actually switch into our platform. And we are at the infancy. We are forever going to be a startup company, but we are way beyond the start because we have like close to 300 districts already on our system. Right on. It was like really. Uh, it's much much faster than I expected. Yeah. So talk talk a little bit about that because I think in in my new role, my my new job that I'm I'm doing um, outside of the school district, right, where we are now like more connected with the school districts and see a lot of people that don't have routing software, right? They they just do it on pen and paper. So do you do you guys are you guys working on? like having people realize the, I guess, how robust software and, and affordable software can be for them. Like, I think, I think the old ways of, you know, oh, that's too expensive. We can't afford it type of thing, you know, it, it, without getting into pricing or anything, just really, Sam, do you want to talk a little bit about just like your outreach? How are you sharing the message of, of the platform and, and getting districts that maybe necessarily don't have it or even have some of the most robust software that's out there. How are they, how are they, you know, grasping onto the product and, and making the switch? For sure. Yeah. So it comes down to a lot of like essential services and it comes down to training uh, quite a bit. You know, we, we're, we're living in the time of the great resignation where people are leaving school districts and whenever they leave, they take all their knowledge with them. They take everything. And if it took you six months to train on a, on a system, you take those six months with you. When we do our training, it is very fast. It's a couple of training ses uh, sessions and you're up and running. There is a ton of automated, automated um, training that's in the system. Um, not only that, but whenever we look at, at, at uh, other essential services that we have inside the, inside the system, we have a tablet solution that does turn by turns, uh, does turn by turn has our routing embedded in the tablet. You know, my background is, is from telematics where you're not really able to do that. You're using somebody else's um, intelligence inside your tablet. You're using somebody else's um, routing software to, to make your tablet run. So it's a completely different kind of environment where, whereas with ours, with our tablets, you can take a single tablet and move it from bus to bus to bus. You select the driver, select the route, boom, you're off and running turn by turn directions. Um, we can also take a single tablet, go and run a route and import that route back into the system. You know, um, one nice. of your podcasts nice. I heard you talk about, um, about, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said that's, wow, that's nice. Yeah, that's very nice. 
that's one of the systems, one of the features that I love. And whenever I, whenever I talk to anybody that um, uh, anybody about about routing, that's something they ask. You know, what happens when a new subdivision comes up? Well, run the route, tap on the name, and and put it in there. Another thing is too. Um, I, I heard you guys talking about the future is, you know, student ridership is part of the future. And one of your previous podcasts, it is. It's you're seeing more and more student ridership. With our student ridership, we use a QR code, which is printable. So that it doesn't cost you, you know, it doesn't cost you anything except for toner ink to, to print a QR code. Sure. So all of these things, uh, you know, whenever, whenever I talk with people, it, it's not necessarily one thing. It could be, uh, I talked to a guy in, in California who had a, uh, a student that was misplaced. Um, he had, uh, a, another student had caught a lizard. And so somebody called in and said, there's this little kid outside petting a lizard. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, they, uh, and that's that's how they found him. And so, you know, you, they can get misplaced any, any number of ways. And um, so, yeah, he was very interested in, in student ridership. But that's the other thing, too, is that the tablet notifying you if you're on the wrong bus. It's one thing to say after the fact, you know, hey, this student got on the wrong bus. When you find out after the route's up, it's another thing altogether to notify you in real time that something's something's up. And Jason, have you got anything to add? to? to I know I just kind of machine yeah. gunned all. Uh, yeah, very good. Very good. Seth. So basically, uh, so because we have end-to-end -end control of that technology. So we can create a navigation system that totally integrate with the student. For example, we will be able to provide drivers the ability to say, hey, 700 feet, you're gonna arrive, you're stop, and you're picking up these three students. They give you the name before you get there, right? And let's say in the last minute that you actually added the students before the bus stops, it's gonna say four students and that. That's how much system is integrated. We know that there are, there are other uh, tablet solutions, but those were developed after the fact by different groups. And they have internally, their tablet and their routing has to be find a bridge and in, integrated. And they have to do integration. That bridge breaks down, your tablet is out of, out of the sync with your routing, right? So, so those are a few things that, that actually we improve that process. I think that when you talk about student tracking, and when I first talked to Eric, you know, uh, you know, basically from uh, living you know, nearby your, your, your place, one thing he said about it stroke me. He said, I couldn't believe that we are now tracking $10 packages from Amazon to the point where they can deliver to you and take a picture and send it to your, to your mail. And we don't, but we don't track student well. It's not that, you know, not, not that valuable, more valuable than our packages. Like, that's crazy. Right. We got to track student end-to-end. -end. We got to know every moment. So I wanted to say, you know, our system, actually, the kids getting onto the bus, this system, you know, anywhere you know. If you're authorized, you know that kids get onto the bus. Any moment, you want to see who is in that bus. You can see there's three. Who are those three on the bus right now? real time. There's no like uh, relay or API to talk to. So those are part of what, uh, you know, our architecture. Again, that's benefits due to our universal data service architecture. 
So I see that you guys also, uh, you know, some of the other stuff that departments want, payroll integration, maintenance software, pre- and post-trip inspections, all of that kind of is developed into the tablet as well? Or are those, I mean, are those like different modules or um, just part of part of what you get with the package? Um, well, let me first, uh, uh, basically, I wanted to kind of to lay out the difference our company. Our company, basically, our mission is more create a feature-proof solution. So the word that we use called feature-proof solution means like something changes in the future. That solution is still good. We're not product company. We're not just, hey, I have this software I want to sell to you. We come to your district, right? And we're going to look into what is really, uh, you know, you know, not efficient, what things you, you don't like, what kind of aspects that give you pain, right? So depending on different districts, and uh, my, you know, primary role is chief solutions architect. So I come into a district and say, okay, now you're spending so much time on the payroll integration because, you know, you're keeping track of time. So we actually extend the software from the routing platform to whatever is needed to allow you to run the transportation department efficiently and created that, that connectivity, not only uh, you know, from the parents to your transportation department, from all the people, from the dispatchers to drivers to directors, uh, you know, to the administration, the payroll department. So this all handled through, uh, you know, one seamless process. So usually, usually we don't have a, so our routing platform, a lot of packages come with one subscription cost covers everything, unlimited. For example, the parent tracking the bus covered free, uh, you know, unlimited license. So you can actually create as many licenses as possible, uh, uh, as many users as possible, and you don't need to pay extra. You can create a different role. For example, a school club wants just to check kids schedule. They can create one that limited to what they could see, just the schedule, student schedule. Um, so those, those are, both of these are free and come with it. Uh, unlimited license, you know, as many people, we encourage that because by, by limiting, by eliminating the, the licensing limit, you're basically creating environments that everybody in transportation department is collaborating. Not like because I only have three licenses, therefore three routers can see and rest people can only see a printout, right? So those are, you know, philosophical reasons that why they're all together as a package. No, I think that, I, I mean, it all sounds where where my thoughts are in kind of the future and the evolution of transportation is that almost the, the device itself, like the tablet, becomes part of the employee's experience right so that's how you communicate that's how you check your emails that's how you clock in that's how you you manage your students and your routes and so on and so forth like that rather than having them physically installed in a bus that can't come out or they you know purposefully just come out and go to a docking station for charging or whatnot it like becomes the employee's you know personal device so to speak so um you know i think that 
all of that, right? And then I guess the other side that I'll say is that I think that other companies get in the, in a bad place of everything's an extra module or an extra add-on. So having having and allowing, <clears throat> excuse me, where the product is not now out of reach for small rural districts that only have, you know, five or six, seven buses, right? If they just are looking for a routing software, it's going to cost X, but now they can have, you know, exposure to all of these other products where exponentially those product prices go up with your competitors because, you know, oh, we just, we got to down tack on payroll or maintenance or the student ridership tablets or, you know, whatever, so on and so forth, even just licenses, right? I mean, we all know that those, even just Microsoft licenses get super expensive. So um, I think that... You know, that's that's pretty exciting, especially I just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of starting to hone in a lot more on these very small one-man band type operations that don't have a lot of funding, but, you know, there's these tools out here that are available to them that, you know, they just maybe haven't thought about because it's always the 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 money side that kind of factors into that. Uh, that's great. Perfectly say, said. Great. Um, so our product actually is used by a district that has uh, three, four buses. Actually, as small as the district we use is one bus, and they want to use our system. No problem. No problem. The biggest district is 100,000 students. Not a problem either. Um, the other thing is I wanted to say, our map. You buy, if you buy, you know, you subscribe with our software you got an entire united states map free of charge wow that's not only the story doesn't end there you have a free unlimited updating by our professional map editing team anytime you want to do it our current run usually is one week you have a new district new uh, development uh, area and you want to upgrade we will do that within a week turn around we don't need to mess around with maps and, and our competitor's uh, you know, feature says, oh, you can edit the map, okay? How many people you think can control those um, maps like roads precisely by the scale and, you know, accurate? Sure. I don't do it. I have, I have studied the maps. I cannot do that. Yeah, you need a professional to do that. So no, that's I, off. Yeah. And there's never going to be a, a, a dollar you have to pay for maps. And the map is always updated. No need for that. That's, that again, that's kind of totally uh, a new, brand new concept here. It's like you don't buy maps. You don't update maps. Right. I think that was with the with the product we were using, right, the map was you had to go through the, the county assessor basically to get a new GIS map overlay to be able to import. And then, um, you know, I feel bad for the districts that are growing right where new subdivisions are coming in they they basically have to draw in you know every street it's not it's not the esr it's a it's an overlay it's not necessarily the you know working off of google maps or or some other products so um but yeah it's it's definitely interesting to to kind of hear about all that cruz you got any any thoughts on what you've heard i think a, a cool point i mean not to harp on the apple thing but talking about like a tablet being a universal um, function, right? For an employee or essentially a, it's a home base for each of your employees to run your operation through all aspects, right? We're talking about routing, but you know, when you get into the HR side of it, you get into 
I mean, the student ridership, it just continues to grow. And I, I look back to it probably was 15 years ago now, surprisingly, but I always think of the Apple store. And there was like a point where we used to be, we lived in a world where you go to the store, you'd have someone help you and they like, let me take you over to the computer. Right. And they'd go to that home base port of the computer and they'd look something up. And I felt like at some point, like you went into an Apple store, which was already this new concept and the employees like, well, let me look that up. And they just pulled their iPhone out of their pocket, you know, their work phone or whatever. And they'd scan something or they check you out. You know, it was this like, whoa, did you just do everything? You didn't have to go to like a home base merchandising system to check me out. You just did it from there. Yeah. It's like, and I think like it was 15 years ago, they figured it out. But I look at the transportation sector. Like, you know, we still put our thumb on a clock in clock out sheet. We still have a login for a routing, you know, we our buses, we still print a piece of paper and hand it to a driver to go drive down the road. And so systems like this that integrate all that stuff, um, to me, is just catching up to where the rest of the world is. And you look at probably, you know, your FedEx, your Amazon, your UPS, well, they're not getting their route sheets anymore on a piece of paper. You know, I, I don't work at UPS, but I bet my top dollar that they don't have a big long route sheet of here's where every package is <laughs> probably all done on a tablet that they clocked in, that they they got their route information, their left and rights, um, all that. And like we said, they, they probably use that same tablet, right? Amazon to take the picture in front of your house that then pings on your phone. Mm, uh, or exactly. even in, I think this world now they open your garage and put it in your garage for you with the tablet <laughs> and then probably shut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, uh, that's great. Uh, our, our tablet, our tablet number one, um, our tablet is a very affordable $300. We make it very clear. $300 to buy a tablet and $30 per month. That's our monthly subscription. Um, the software support plus the data, right? Cellular data. One thing about this, our tablet is that we actually have a technology that actually pick up the strongest uh, cell signals, whether it's AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile. Actually, I just traveled across the country, take my tablet, and go into some of the national park mountains and then see how the tablet switched to a different uh, cellular connection. That was amazing because, you know, your tablet is as good as your cellular connection. You know, otherwise, you know, it's, so that's why we actually have this innovative technology implementing our tablet. Um, so that's, again, a part of, part of the innovation that I think is, is the industry is a due overdue for innovative a company to come in to, to, to basically innovate do not reference anybody else whoever they are don't use them as a reference right just just innovate uh, find the way that everybody else is doing like ups you know fedex you know amazon is that too uh, too too much too too much to ask that we actually do the same thing and everybody else for our most precious goods, our kids, do they deserve something like that? So that's why we're pushing very hard. That tablet is going to be the center of everything we do. We, we actually move that from, as I said, payroll into everything else you do. Like you go into a, a, a pre-trip inspection and the beauty of our, our, our tablet is, first of all, it's secure, it's centrally managed, right? So a district A says, hey, you know, I want um, our employees to access this website to do this particular thing. We can configure and deploy it. And it's only in their, the tablet of their own drivers. 
And they say, I wanted to do these items for my ski trip inspection. And I require them to take a picture. Or, okay, no problem. You can do it. We configure them, deploy, and that only that school's tablet will do that. And they say, I want a post-trip inspection where I wanted the driver to go to the back and take a picture of the whole, uh, you know, bus, make sure no kids left on the bus. No problem. Push, push the button. They have to do that. I want a driver to sign on that tablet. They use the finger to sign it and then submit the post-trip inspection. No problem. Our tablet can do that. You know, I sounded like I'm doing advertisement, but I'm trying <laughs> to introduce the features. Nice. Um, Sorry, if I sounded like too much like a salespeople, no, I am not. Okay. I, and I think we we appreciate it, right? Hey, We're, hey that's, that's fine if you are. It's fine if you sound like a salesperson. It's okay. <laughs> Chad's a, nothing Chad, wrong with that. Chad's a sales guy too. So, but uh, so I, I do hey, have a. I have quick, a I'm, hey, Jason, hold yeah. on, hold on. My son's trying to get a hold of me. Uh, his girlfriend is just in a car accident. Uh-oh. Uh, I gotta go. Oh, sorry. So I'll update you. I'll update you when I find out. But I'm sorry, guys. I gotta go. I think real quick. Just let me say my final words, even though it's early. <clears throat> I've always been a huge advocate for, for student safety, no matter what the cost. If it's a system like this, I support it. I think it's a great feature. I think we need to know where our kids are at, where they get on, where they get off. I mean, they're, without sounding cliche or like, you know, the, the old saying, like, it's the most precious cargo. It really is. It truly is. And anyone that skimps on student safety, even like a routing system, which makes them more efficient, at the end of the, at the, end of the school year, you're going to save money because you're going to route more efficiently, protect the children. My son rides on a bus that doesn't have a routing system or an app where I can check to see when he got on, when he got off, when he's going to be home. Like, And I wish he did. And I think that every school bus at some point in time in the country needs systems like this uh i've heard good things about easy routing from a couple of my districts um i'm excited to see it go see eric and uh see it work so again great work thank you for what you do thank you everyone go to their website i believe it's what easyrouting.com, right yes yes so, yes thank yeah, you very so much these are my final words great work thank you i'm sorry i gotta get off here i gotta figure out what's going on make sure everybody's okay so oh, yeah. um Thank you, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Sorry, Jason. Oh, no, you're good, okay, I'll, good I'll, 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 I'll scold her for getting in an accident. All right. All right. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> good, good luck. luck everything. Okay. Hope they're safe. Yeah. So uh, just to kind of tailor off of or piggyback on what Chad was saying, I have a couple questions just maybe for, for the maintenance and the, you know, the bus sales people on, be, on their behalf. Like telematics, there's some telematics units that will, I guess, connect into the bus, and they can start to – you know, really read, um, you know, the the onboard computer to, to look for, you know, issues that might be coming up with the buses. Are you guys tapping into that side of the bus as well um, or just specifically using it more for locational-based services? No, absolutely. That is a crucial piece of information. So we, uh, again, uh, visiting all these school districts, seeing that even some of the districts that users haven't paid for uh, expensive GPS with telematics. Uh, they don't have a good way to use it uh, because the data is not passing to the right person. And that's what we're trying to change it. We're incorporating telematics. Let's say we can read engine, you know, engine fault, engine, engine fault code, right? And then we have a way to interpret this. This is really something that the driver needs to stop and send the bus to the garage 
Oh, it's okay. It's just nuances moving on driving. And that information needs to send it to the head mechanics. That person can decide. You know, that kind of connectivity uh, back to the universal data service model where we uh, eliminate any barriers of data flows. And to, uh, to us, that's crucial. You know, the minute you have something that, that vehicle going on, something like even like oxygen levels were bad, you know, maybe the, the emission uh, future was bad, that needs to create work order to the maintenance. That, you know, again, those are things that, that should be uh, put ahead of your regular, like three months maintenance, regardless of vehicle status. That's what we call predictive maintenance. Uh, again, that's the direction that we're moving towards too. Uh, we're, I'm a huge fan of telematics, not just the location, because our our, our tablet itself has a has a detailed uh, GPS location. We'll be able to tell you exactly which day, like how many days, uh, where do they go versus the uh, you know the actual route, where they the driver deviates from the original route. But we the tablet does not have. The telematic, you need a telematic device that's actually plugged into the uh, the vehicle, and we are tapping into uh, that telematic data to do a lot of things to help the the whole process run much smoother. Nice. No, I think the I mean, the mechanics. You know, I feel like as as technology keeps moving forward, I feel like the shop is one of the you know, it's kind of separating away from student transportation, right? They have their diagnostic equipment and everything that they use for their their jobs, their daily jobs. But the way that, right, how student transportation technology can actually integrate with their daily function, whether that's, you know, getting pre-trip or post-trip inspections coming back their way so that they're like turned over into automatic work orders or things of that nature, right. To just help workflow and simplicity to make sure like, Hey, we can take care of that real quick before the bus goes back out on its afternoon run or the next morning. Uh, so on and so forth. I think that, you know, it's just, it, it's good to hear that people are, are paying attention to those other work groups beyond just the, the students riding the school bus, right. And the bus driver. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Jason. I think I I heard uh, another podcast that you you had before talking about analogy of using you know treating drivers as pilots. Okay, I want to use that same analogy. I know that uh, because of the driver shortages, a lot of mechanics are actually driving a bus. Oh yeah, right. That is. Sounds very dangerous. <laughs> if you if you are taking a flight, you say, "Oh, United Airlines running out of pilots." Yeah. All the mechanics are, are are going to be the pilots, and we may not even have time to check the airplanes before taking off. That is terrible. So so I know I know you do what you need to do, but the bus, come on, bus is 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 a very crucial part of the security safety. Right. You got to make sure the mechanics has enough time. And I also heard that the mechanics are really short supply too. They are stressed out. You know, they have to do both repairs and, and driving the buses. Again, the 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 school transportation industry is in a very um, very stressful situation. A company like ours are eager to help. Uh, you know, I work with. You know, one of the things I think I have a privilege is to work with a lot of very smart people, and they are real doctors. Right? 
So it's like, uh, you know, uh, anybody who needs help, I can, you know, provide their expertise, help you out. Maybe, maybe you're not uh, interested in buying anything. Again, this is not an infomercial session. This is a true uh, podcast uh, session. And I didn't even know Jason Nelson before. This is the first time I met Jason, the first time I met Bruce. And, you know, <laughs> it sounds like that, but, um, you know, I sometimes I just had too much uh, passion that carried me away. I'm aware of that self-awareness is very important. Um, but um, we want to help. Look, um, if you don't have a budget, and in many districts, we said, okay, we'll work, solve your problem first. You know, like, you know, I immigrant, uh, I, I, you know, I, I was born in China, right? In China, they call it the communist system, the socialist system, you know, government to cover everything. But you know, in China, if you go to emergency, all right, they want you to pay the bill first before they treat you, right? Right. right. That's a horrible. That's horrible. In this country, uh, one thing I love about this, you go to emergency, they take care of you and talk about bills later. <laughs> and that's our company. We, if you really feel your emergency, you don't have budget. We will work with you. We'll help you. We talk about uh, we talk about the bills later. We talk about getting paid later, right? And the other thing is, like, we go to a shoe store. We buy fifty dollars shoe. We want to try it, but very few come, few districts buy writing software and really try it. Right. We offer if you're serious, we offer you a free trial. You can try our system before you buy it. I think that's a really, a, that's going to cause some pain to our, our competitors because when you try, you will find out and they cannot sell the product from a PowerPoint. They have to sell from what the, your u- user experience. Right. Um, and that's why we also offer that. You know, people are willing, we can give them a free trial. Uh, you know, you don't need to uh, commit to, you know, a budget. Uh, we're here to help. Uh, that's one the loud and clear, this is this school transportation industry people like uh, Jason and Cruz, both you are included. Salute to you. And, you know, one of the things, you know, I am the person that actually visit a lot of districts. And I tell you, you got up five o'clock every day. It is a really big deal for 90% of the population. And I saw school districts, I saw a lot of drivers and they actually put a clock at a 2 a.m. to get up to drive yep this is like just that alone yeah it's a it's an interesting schedule you know interesting schedule that adds to the the stress and the, the shortage and you know all of that that goes in there but um you know I, I i agree the you know i think the other thing you you didn't touch on for mechanics was you know they Again, school districts don't hardly pay what the private and you know the pirate market makes yeah. for for mechanics. So you know we're ten fifteen dollars behind in student transportation for diesel mechanics uh, or mechanics at all, right? I mean that's that's just the the fact of it. So um, I, I want to kind of transition a little bit because I I see another thing here that's kind of jumping out at me um, on calendar based routing and and how that's different. So. Just for, I guess, most people probably the software that they use, they make an edit and it's it's right away, right? So if I'm reading into this, again, I'm only speculating. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But are, are you guys alluding to that you can basically like post-date a change in a route when you make a route? So that way, if I if I fix it today, it can take place on Monday. Is that is that kind of what I'm 
what I'm understanding or yeah. the basis behind yeah. it? I, I think it, yeah, it takes uh, quite a while to explain. This is a little bit like on the surface, a simple thing. Basically, uh, our route is different every day. Mm-hmm. Like you don't create a one route, uh, you know, and then think that it's good. So basically the kid can have, uh, you know, in our student database, you can have unlimited addresses. Uh, you can have, say, Monday, I'm, you know, uh, go from home to school. And that afternoon, I'm, I'm going to be dropped to, uh, the student is going to be dropped to daycare. And, and Tuesday, going to grandma's place. You know, any combination of students, our system automatically accommodate that. Okay. That calendar base is, a, is one of the most difficult, it was a very painful uh, system to develop when I was in charge of developing another system. But when I met these people, they're so brilliant. They came up with a very simple to use system where they can do all any kind of combinations. Uh, so you can have unlimited combination of addresses, you know, uh, schedules, they will be able to accommodate. That's one part of the calendar base. The other thing is, you you can you can work on routes simultaneously for multiple years, so you will have a history. So you have a run route in one database. By the way, our system is a pure cloud-based system, so you get logging in. You'll be able to see history whenever you do like a you know five years ago, which bus did a student take. You can work with as many years ahead, right? So you don't have to wait until the school closed, they roll over, you can actually work simultaneously with different years. And, and as the year goes to a different year and information like grades, everything automatically changes. So basically it's another way to accommodate, uh, to uh, alleviate, alleviate the complexity of the process. And so let the system figure out because uh, uh, there's a standard way to handle calendars, right? And and that's why we we create those uh, those combinations, and the bus uh, trip uh, routes also are calendar based, and that's why you know mathematics is a very complex. That's why uh, very few vendors can truly do that. We are we're the one that we truly calendar based. Very good. No, I, I I think we ran into that quite frequently where. We were, I guess, the way to get around it was we were, uh, you know, creating duplicate and triplicate records of the students so that way we could load them to multiple buses. So that way, you know, it didn't matter what what the schedule, the weekly schedule, if the mom needed to change it or whatnot. It was, uh, you know, kind of a just the way that we went about it. Cruz. Yeah, I'll say just interesting as I've. I guess dabbled more into the student ridership portion. And we talk about like the parent communication piece where as we've developed parents having the ability to access, let's say stop times or, you know, whatever, look that information up without having to call in dispatch or the transportation department, that's brought on a whole new challenge that I figured um, without not having that calendar based routing aspect is okay. You know, we had figured out ways we, we can make the change two days post advance and just the people in the office need to know, Right, that that change is effective as of this date. The challenge right now is, you know, you make that challenge ahead of time. Well, some of these new systems, while well, there's there's great integration for the parent side of it, parent goes on there and checks and says, oh, my kid's now on a different bus and is going to be home 30 minutes later because of the routing difference. Well, there's no way to let that parent know right on some of these systems that hey, that's coming in two days, and then you get the panic call saying 
why was I informed? You know, all that information. So it's interesting. Like it used to be an office issue or, you know, not we were together. It was always an office issue or a driver issue. You know, if someone was in there like, hey, this says a different thing. Well, now, you know, a lot of these places, a lot of these systems, parents can reach this information at any given time, you know, and some parents don't ever check it, but some parents check it every morning to see, you know, did my schedule that hasn't changed in two years change? And that's a whole nother call that you're taking. So I think that's a really cool feature. Right. And um, I, I think to just touch on that, right, Cruz is more kind of in the, the special needs and, and the McKinney-Vento side. So those changes to routes are, are so frequent, right, on almost a daily, almost an hourly basis, right? They're, they're changes for, for yeah. whatever those needs are, where I think that a lot of times for whatever reason, you know, people just think about student transportation. They think the yellow bus with 80 kids on it and it's going to go through the neighborhood and just drop off. They don't really understand all the intricacies that come from, you know, that's that's probably only 15% of the routing that actually happens in a district, right? The, the real routing happens in special needs and the homeless population and, you know, all of those other things that are always constantly moving and kids are being identified and added to routes and so on and so forth that that's where this really shines, right? All the new softwares that are coming out are really starting to understand like that this is this is what student transportation truly is, right? Yeah, we're moving kids, you know, mainstream kids, mm. but those, those routes we we typically set them. There, there was that the rotisserie chicken oven, the you know, set it and forget it. Like that's we do that. That's the summertime. We set it. We're done. There's ba- barely any edits that we're making to that. So the other side of it is, you know, parents, especially with schedules for say, let's say that Johnny has three different locations that he's got to go to, right? Well, not only are we talking about the impact to his parents and his their times that he's going to be getting home to, or to the drop-off location, but also all the other five, six, seven, eight kids that are riding that bus, how many times that their schedule now changes because of his schedule, right? And so getting the parents familiar and how to understand right, to look at the app or connect through the phone or message to the district that says, hey, you know, on Monday, you know, Susie's going to be home at 3.15, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays, she's going to be home at 3.45 or, you know, whatever. It's that communication that I think is a valid point, right? We used to only address it in the office, and now it's something that, like, hey, we have these communication portals available to parents the more that we can expose them to it to where they're not calling us saying, hey, my kid's 45 minutes late. Why? Right. They need to understand, hey, there's other kids that are on the bus and this is this is what's going on. Yeah, that's a uh, that's very good point. Um, I think the uh, the calendar based. So when you talk about the non calendar based approach where you are just creating multiple routes, and to more of a hedging, like say, hey, you know, we don't know which one this today we're going to run, but one of them is going to run. But think about it. You, your job, you have to duplicate the effort. You, for the same day, you have three sets of routes, and then you have to work three times. In our system, we don't do that. Say, okay, Monday, Tuesday is this route. Uh, you know, thir- Thursday is another. And that's where the pe- one pandemic hit. And we combine with our sandbox technology um, and this calendar base, it was just incredible. That's, that's the like, explosive growth we experienced during the pandemic because suddenly kids only going to school Tuesday, Thursday, another group on Monday, Wednesday. Yeah. And how did you do that? Right. Well, our system naturally handled that with no extra effort. 
Uh, plus, uh, you have a sandbox that you can do scenarios. You can, oh, scenario D, one A, B, C, D. You can have up to 10 different sandboxes hosting different routing scenarios. You can switch back and forth between a sandbox and an operational route in, in just a click of a button. Uh, these are all without loading another database. And one thing I think one of the best stories I heard about our user using our system is like, uh, you know, one day says about say, finally I got my summer school done ahead of time <laughs> with easy routing. How come they did that? Well, let me let me tell you this. Like with if you don't have a calendar, like say the student go to uh, junior high, but summer school he needs to go to this uh, you know senior high for summer school. So you will change the student attendance, school attendance for the summer. But you have to remember, change them fast. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to mess up your regular next year's schedule. Our system, you don't need to do that. Because a calendar actually covers, like, summer, he goes there. You can go to a whole different school in the summer. And then at the same time, say, fourth begins, it's back to, you know, the regular school. There's no need. And calendar is very complex, but it actually provides so much uh, efficiency and simplify the router, uh, you know, uh, life significantly. Yeah. So uh, just to, I, I kind of want to ask one more uh, or another question just based on, like, the integration, not necessarily the integration with the department, but the integration with other student information programs and IT. And, you know, I feel like these are kind of a couple work groups that maybe, um, you know, at the district that sometimes – transportation departments don't always like necessarily know how to navigate that so to speak if that makes sense like they they're interested in bringing in easy routing and then then they say well we need to you know we need to make sure that our specifications are are meeting our our technology's needs but then like the it department just kind of looks at it and says yeah we're good and then they just leave you guys you know leave the transportation department in the dark or vice versa right they don't want to have anything to do with it and so I think like how often or how, I mean, how much do you guys encourage working with the the district IT departments to make sure that everything is kind of seamless all the way through? Yeah, that's a great point. We understand, uh, you know, routing cannot exist on itself as a, as a part of the school system. So that's why back to the original uh, statement about our universal data service, it is a very powerful framework um, it actually has flexibilities that actually work with any student information system. So far, we have a 100% success rate um, uh, integrated any student information system we call A to Z integration. Uh, I heard a lot of uh, school districts stop this SIC integration because, uh, you know, causing problems. That's very hard to imagine that you have to manually enter students, manually change the student uh, addresses, and then, you know, try to synchronize. We don't have that problem because, you know, when we design the system, that needs to work in, in the large context of a school system. Um, so uh, there's a lot of technical details and know-how that we make this work, but it basically is flexibility. So adapt to whatever. Let's say uh, SIS has five contact information for students, and, and your writing happened to have three. Uh, which of the two you're going to truncate? Mm. Right. 
So basically we said, we don't know how many contact information. We're going to create a system that handles unlimited contact information. How about that? So we, we, we have a few unlimited. Students can have unlimited addresses. They can have unlimited contact information. There's a lot of unlimited. So therefore, you know, if your SIS come in and, and we also have a process that dating back to my days working with the, with the students education side of software, uh, where the integration become the key. So we have a lot of, uh, like we have technology that integrate, basically uh, does all this integration mapping. We don't use a simple, like an import export. It's like what I call it, a threw something on the wall to see whether it sticks. You know, that process cannot be just one process. And if something goes wrong, so we do we meticulously map uh, what is on the SIS and also what is on the routing. We also put intelligence when the student information coming in. For example, student moves, both what system says, that needs some kind of rerouting or consideration called transportation review. So the system has so much intelligence, knows that certain changes, not all the changes are the same, right? It treats differently and, and customized. So we're, you know, we, we work with the IT department, but usually if they are, um, you know, they're providing the basic access, our tech team can easily do that. So we have a great success in, in student information system integration. No, I mean, like, like I, said, I just want to make the point, right, of, of districts needing to, to make sure that they're working with their IT department. And, and at my first district that I started at, we did not work well together. And I, I think even now they don't, right? It's just for whatever reason, like data is kept and it's like, well, transportation doesn't need that. Transportation does need that. We do need student records. We need information. We need uh, accurate information. I think that's the other piece behind it, right? If, yeah. ad, if, if home addresses aren't correct and phone numbers aren't correct and, you know, all there needs to be data validation before it's even getting to us because that, you know, that adage of dirty data in is dirty data out, right? We want to make sure that that it's happening somewhere else before it even gets to a transportation apartment and into a routing software. So, um, you know, I think those are all key pieces that people need to be definitely aware of as they're, as they're working through this process, especially for, for districts that don't have any routing software whatsoever. That's very good. Very important because accurate address is crucial. Uh, and that's why our system has a beauty in validation. So we pull in a variety of data sources, including USPS uh, addresses and open addresses, variety of data source. And we build a package. Like any, any every time you, you have an address, that need to go through our validation engine, right? If you type in the road and doesn't exist, we will not let you go. We'll say that's a street. And so we have an address validation. We actually work with SIS vendors pretty well. In some cases, we provide extra help providing that address validation for SIS. So when, when the school enrollment person answering that address, it goes through our address validation engine. So we improve that quality of data for the address, right? The other thing is we actually load uh, property parcels in your system. 
So you actually validate against your property, property parts to property, property points. And we do a lot of things. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Garbage in, garbage out. And you have to make sure data quality is good enough. Very good. You know, that's one of the reasons. Well, I think we just hit an hour. That went pretty quick, right? So uh, just yeah. maybe if some final thoughts. Like I said, I, I, I definitely want to get Eric on here with you guys to kind of talk about um, and, and honestly welcome any other districts that, you know, success stories that you guys are working with that you want to kind of share their story so we could do a part two of this for sure. But is there just kind of your, your final thoughts on um, maybe the process of, you know, your excitement for where where this is going, um, you know, kind of any just kudos marks for the company, for yourselves, et cetera, um, as you're, you know, as this continues to develop, what are your guys' thoughts? Well, I really appreciate this opportunity. I did not uh, realize that we were uh, going to talk uh, in depth uh, of our product and, and, uh, apologize. Like, you know, um, I talk too much about it. No, you're good. Uh, you know, again, I'm a fan. Look, I'm a fan of this group of people. And I, I think the, uh, what I wanted to say is we're here to help. And I know there are uh, many districts. Uh, they are, I'm not criticizing them, but there are a lot of people who are complacent. And they think, you know, oh, you know, I have something going on good enough. No, it's not, may not be. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're here for say, hey, maybe too expensive. No, it's not. Maybe they say, oh, this is a too painful process. <laughs> well, it, it could be easy. Sure. And when I talk to a, a large district with the 60,000 students, and he asked me, he said, how soon do you, you think you can convert our system? I think maybe a week. And he was like, you're crazy to talk about? Yeah, indeed. Uh, so uh, quoting from uh, one of uh, our top consultants who's working with us and working with our product, it says for, uh, you know, for conversion or for actually creating anything in our system, it takes like hours and days. And, and an other system is weeks and months. So I think we are changing that, um, you know, timeline. We make it much easier, make it affordable. Uh, if uh, people are out there and if you are, you feel the pain, we have a pain medicine that's free of charge <laughs> and we can dispense it. You ask for, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's all I can say. For Hello, sure. everyone. Great job. Uh, we're here to help. For sure. Sam, any thoughts? It's hard to follow Jason's enthusiasm, even as a you know a, a, a guy whose job it is to is to sell. It, they don't get a whole lot more enthusiastic than uh, than Jason Wang. He's super enthusiastic and knowledgeable. It's a it's a pleasure to work with him. Um, you know, as he was going through and, and talking about the product, I'll just kind of nod my head, saying, "Yep, yep, we do that. We do that. We do that." It's uh, one of the things that Jason says is that we don't believe in one size fits all. We're very much into customizing a solution for people. So, um, you know, if this is something that, that sounds good to you, and you want to reach out to us, be happy to customize a solution for you. No, I, I, and again, I, I don't care really how, how deep we get into it. Right. I think there's people that are like Cruz and I that, you know, kind of bang our heads against the wall sometimes when, when we are working in, in product and, um, like, man, I wish the, I wish this would do this, or I wish we could have, you know, could have done this or, uh, you know, just there's, there's so many different variables and thoughts that, 
you know, especially like we were trying to, to get around and start kind of creating something in a like Google process of where more handling the employee, like the employee side, not necessarily timekeeping, but like their, um, you know, their absences and their evaluations and their, you know, just how they are as a, like, as an almost an employee module, if you will. Right. So that way you could pull, you know, documentation out or you could say, Hey, this is, this is my write up on this person during evaluation time or whatnot. Right. You keep their certifications in there, so on and so forth. And those are, those are things that I feel like kind of get left behind until people say hey we need this and so it's exciting to hear that there's there's companies out there like easy routing there's a couple others that are interested in hearing from their clients and saying you know what we think we can build something like this or we hear you and we think that we can take that idea and help market it to other people because other districts would ultimately want something like that as well right we're we're not all having the same we're, we're all not having different issues, right? We're all having similar issues, whether it's the bus driver shortage crisis, whether it's having no money, whether it's, you know, too many kids or not enough kids or whatever, like we're all in the same boat. And so I think where, you know, where we can utilize our vendors to help build and continue to create solutions for the industry, right? Why wouldn't we want to have some of those conversations, especially with people like Jason and Sam who are eager to geek out with this stuff and say, you know what, I, I think we can find a solution for you guys and, and move forward with that. So I love talking to people like this because even if it's pie in the sky or crap against the wall, like, you know, something on the back of a napkin, right, written over beer and pretzels, as our, our former director would say, would would be something that creates these ideas that, you know, move it forward. So I, I think that, you know, I mean, I, I love these conversations. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much for having us, yeah. Jason. Cruz, any final thoughts? Well, thank you guys for coming on and sharing your knowledge. Again, I'm, I'm with Jason. I could We could have went down a, a wormhole with the details and the specifics of the right. routing software and probably spent the next eight hours and everyone else had been tuned out. But I think there's really cool, like Jason said, just to sum it up, there's really cool solutions out there. I think people just need to reach out, leave your comfort zone. You know, don't be afraid to go ask, go in, you know, reach out, call people talk about these softwares, talk about these solutions. Cause I think they're a lot more accessible, maybe for whatever reason, affordability, integration, training, whatever, go, go look, see what's out there. And so, you know, for yourself. Yep. And I did get a final message from Chad. Every, everybody's good back at the accident. So, uh, hope well, that's uh, good. everybody's got a speedy recovery there. And, um, you know, again, just thanks for coming on. Thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, we've got quite a few episodes, uh, teed up here in the next couple of weeks so it should be a busy summer of episode releases so we appreciate you guys sticking around and uh, until then enjoy your summer conferences that are probably coming up for everybody and summer school and vacation and whatnot so um, with that I appreciate you guys and we'll sign off from here take care and see you later thank you thank you see you take care bye 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 you've been listening to hey bus driver thanks for being part of our community If you're a student transportation professional, you are part of our family. The show is coming to a close, but you can reach out online. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hey Bus Driver Podcast. And check out the website at www.heybusdriver.com. Till next time, this is Hey Bus Driver, signing off.